obedient, my little deviant. Together we will find the right ingredients. We will stir the goo that is the horror soup. And the last thing you will find is the spaghetti hoop. There's eyes and flies and anything that dies. There's a nasty surprise in every Her face. I got cold beer on my tooth and it didn't feel good. Oh, I don't. You know tooth? when you got a bad tooth now? No, it's just you know when cold hits your teeth for the first time and like you know like yeah, you a day or something and it doesn't feel great. Like I it hit the sensitive top sensitive teeth in there. Well, it hit on? the top. They my teeth are sensitive. It hit the top teeth. And the top teeth don't experience like like that. the The bottom teeth <laughs> they don't get it like that. The bottom teeth. <laughs> They get the cold stuff constantly, so they're they're you know they're acquainted to the temperature all day long. But when you get to the top teeth and you just expose it, to, well, how the hell did you get your top teeth get beer at your top? Well, teeth? Well, you see, I was drinking my beer like John Travolta on an average Tuesday night, and it just as you know. It got goddamn everywhere, just like right now when I threw the dang thing and it splashed all over me. That's what I did to my face with the beer. Got it. And that led to it going on my teeth, the top teeth. I'm glad. And the top teeth haven't, like I said, they haven't experienced that today. Hurt. Top teeth having a day. Willie's Wonderland. <laughs> um, You ever experienced top teeth? Yeah, for sure. Go ahead. Willie's Wonderland. Yes, <laughs> I agree. He's a weasel. The thing about this movie is that not a lich wanted us to cover this. Definitely not a lich is a demon in many ways. Um, <laughs> I believe uh, they've been uh, <laughs> they've been giving us like themed months at this point. You know, okay. And yeah. uh, this one was like Nicolas Cage extravaganza or something like that, or the continued. Cageathon or yeah. something like that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and I don't know what was up against this, but I believe it was. Oh, it was the space Nicholas oh. Cage. But what was it called again? Uh, the color out of the space. color out of space. Right. Yeah. Okay. I thought deep was in there somewhere. <laughs> so I was like, I thought it was like the color deep in space, and it just it didn't sound right in my head, so I didn't even want to go for it. Yeah. Okay, the color out of space is that what it was the called? The color out of space. Good movie. Good movie. It was between those, and interesting enough, you'd actually discussed both of these movies. Yeah. On a show previously, not horror soup, but on Night Shift Video, right? Yeah. I've or kinda, was it? NSV thirteen. It was on Night Shift Video. I've kind of been on on the. Uh, cage train for a minute if you will were you going through cage movies when you did that or did you just happen to it do just both got, of these well he just had a bit of a renaissance yeah especially in horror color came out the same year right uh, or like maybe, maybe, maybe the, the year, year after. after yeah i think the year after or before maybe i can't remember okay but it was within a year time. vicinity probably yeah, though, a year mandy's or two. mixed in mandy not too for far sure. away as well 2019 i believe something like yeah. that yeah this movie to me Willy's Wonderland, yeah, from 2021, by the way, fellas. Um, this movie to me is Mandy, but like featuring Charles Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
It's very Mandy. Like, there's so many shots where I'm just like, okay, Nicolas Cage is doing the Mandy again. Right, right, right. Like, he's he's very much going for that. Definitely tapped like. into that energy. Yeah. <laughs> but for some reason, we just have some animatronics walking around saying they want to fuck you every so often. <laughs> um it's it's a it's a interesting energy, but anyway, yeah. Lich wanted us to cover this. It was between this and Colorado Space. I don't know if anyone's going to be disappointed that we went for this, but I'm not at all. I feel like this was the vibe that it's I wanted. Um, it's a very interesting movie. Yeah. Um, I guess I should go ahead and say uh, Lich did pick this with the pick a movie. It's through Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a Lich. I'll let you know by the end of this episode if we're beefing. Well, yeah, because there's also a history. There's a history. With, with me not, and Lich. With not a Lich. Well, yeah, after the fucking last episode, <laughs> I guess we got to get into all of this, because last episode was Wolf Creek 2. Yep. Um, But real quick before we get into that, I want to thank a couple people. First off, Bricky. <laughs> Thanks, Bricky. <laughs> you bricked up, my dude. Uh, Your name's Bricky? That's crazy. Thanks, Bricky. Thanks, Elizabeth Wheeler. Wheel it on out of here, pal. <laughs> We're beefing now, too. <laughs> <laughs> we got Knight Dranzer. What are these names? <laughs> that sounds like someone in uh, Aragon. <laughs> yeah. Is that the lead character in Aragon? Uh, we got Cheyenne Christian. I don't know why, but that also sounds fake to me. I don't know if it's because I just came off of fucking three fake names in a row. <laughs> or that one actually does. But you guys are all a bunch of assholes. <laughs> what are we talking about? Thanks, guys. They all donate on Patreon.com slash Horse Soup. You know when we did that episode where um, I made uh, me, you, and Tough Guy all call like our donators assholes? Oh, yeah. When I put it in the end of the episode, people seem to have really liked that. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, yeah, I liked it when you called me a piece of shit. <laughs> you guys are really like just gl- a bunch of gluttonous people for pain. That's the words. <laughs> well, I'm trying to say like they're a gluttony for pain, but I was trying to make it a plural and I couldn't do it because I have a tiny dumb brain <laughs> on the spot. So, uh not ti- my my brain isn't tiny and dumb on the spot. My brain is always <laughs> tiny and dumb, but on the spot it was being especially tiny and oh, dumb. Oh yeah, yeah. Tiny, dumb, stupid person. Tiny, dumb I hear water just going, James, get my back for a second and beef with Lich. I don't know if it's a beef. I'm just saying, you know, there's a history here. Wolf Creek, Wolf Creek 2, and, you know, here we are at Willy's Wonderland. And not to say that... They all have W's. I get it. That's why you're pissed. <laughs> no, that's why you're pissed. I get it now. Not to Wumbo. say that Lich needed to redeem themselves but lich you're a bitch <laughs> <laughs> wait is that what you were trying to say uh, no no that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying dash james I'm just saying, dash james that came out of james fucking, mouth fucking after wolf creek 2 it better be better to be fair wolf creek 2 was kind of a redemption it's just our experience of bit. wolf creek right. of wolf creek 2 at this point has yeah. been very soured um so with that Willy's Wonderland, man. So, Willy's Wonderland was released in 2021. It is starring none other than Nicolas Cage. And, I mean, we can talk about the other people, but I really don't care. I mean, I do want to talk about uh, uh, fucking Beth is in this, dude. You know who I'm talking about, right? Dwight's babysitter. Beth Grant. You said what? Dwight's babysitter. Oh, that is Dwight's babysitter. Yeah. Well, that's Kitty from Donnie Darko. Yeah. She's the one who, like, takes sparkle motion very seriously. (laughs) But she's also 
fucking uh, Josh Brolin's wife's mom in No Country for Old Men. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. And I kind of like... She's kind of a legend, right? She is a legend, honestly, because Donnie Darko and No Country for Old Men are two of like my favorite movies of all time. So, automatically, she's a legend in my book. Yeah. She takes Sparkle Motion very seriously. Um, <laughs> I think she's great at playing a shrill piece of shit. She is. Because, I mean, she reminds me of that uh, that teacher from Jimmy Neutron. Yep. She's 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 just real good at being someone who you think's probably a little bit racist. Oh, she's for sure. You know, a lot I mean? of bit racist. I don't trust her at all. <laughs> I don't trust her at all. One of the one of the animatronics said some very racist stuff in this at oh. one point. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. I mean, oh, we'll get to it. Is it the one, the whole one that seems racist for some reason, and I don't know why? No, okay, so I think I know what you're talking about a little bit. No, it's the one that's walking by, and at one point it's like, yeah, all these other animatronics, they don't like me. They're oh. dicks to me. They are bully. They bully me. It's like, they don't like the color of my skin. And I was like, wait, what? You don't even have skin, first off, but they're being racist to you, an animatronic? Like, it's racism is horrible. <laughs> that's all I have to say. Racism like, is horrible. Yeah, so oh, anyway. Where are we at? Nicholas Cage is in this. Nick's in this. A bunch of other... Well, Nick's in this. Beth's in this. Beth is in this. And I don't care about anyone else. A bunch of other people that don't really matter, let's be honest. Well, the acting is horrible. It's terrible. It's absolutely <laughs> Who's atrocious. Who's the worst? The entire can group, pick, but Liv. Can we pick Liv? Yeah. Yeah, Liv's really bad. Liv, 100%. <laughs> What's her fucking name? Emily Tosta? <laughs> Tosta? <laughs> Wait, like you're a toaster? Is that racist? Oh. You were racist. Sorry, guys. Racism's bad. I said it earlier. You did. I said it, didn't I? You did. Look, guys, don't attack me. Yeah, Liv's the worst. Liv is fucking horrifyingly bad at acting and shit. You know who's good, though? Nicolas Cage. And Beefstick guy. I never caught his name. Oh, you're talking about the guy that's sucking down a fucking Slim Jim the whole movie? Like, Constantly. fucking The soggiest Slim Jim I've ever seen in my life? He's kind of amazing. I love him. I think I hate him. <laughs> what are you talking about? The dude is sucking on raw meat like he's a baby sucking on his thumb. Oh, he's amazing. Or not raw meat. Cooked meat. Gas he's station an, meat. He's an actor. What are we talking about? The only actor in this movie is Nicolas Cage. The classiest guy in the fuck. I realized through this movie, I mean, I've realized this before, and I've spoke about it. I mean, we just had the Wicker Man experience recently. Yeah. Nicolas Cage makes anything better. Yeah. I would not care about this movie in the slightest if Nicolas Cage was not in it. Nope. And you know what? I So, okay, we'll go ahead and get into this. Um, Kevin Lewis directed this. He did Malibu Spring Break. Oh. That's the proper response. <laughs> Dude hasn't done, like, anything else. Break, 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 spring, spring break. break. You know what I'm talking about. So legendary. <laughs> the fuck is Kevin Lewis? This was written by, get this, G.O. Parsons. Like, G dot O dot. It's not G.O., like G.E.O. Go Parsons? Or, like, G.I.O. <laughs> Go Parsons. Go Parsons. We talk, is that a sports team? Go Parsons. <laughs> he seems to be like the guy that 
created Willy's Wonderland and not anything else. Like, that's who he is. Okay, And sure. I, I'm sorry if you're listening to Go Party. I'm not trying to, like, rip on you saying that. I'm literally just saying, like, I, I tried to look it up, and I didn't see much else. He seems to be that guy. Apparently, things weren't going too well for the dude on the entertainment side of things. That's why I feel like a little bit like a dick saying, like, you're just the dude for that. But, okay, but look, things distinct to start to look up. So he was like, all right, I'm going to make a movie revolved around the lead character having no lines, but it was purely out of necessity. Uh, it, like, I don't think there was another reason for him doing that. He was like, look, I'm going to have to put a camera down and then press record and then fight these animatronics myself because he was going to be the lead. So I don't want to, like, confuse myself with lines also. That was, like, a quote that I read in an article. I assume that was a quote from him. Go, Parsons. If it wasn't, come on the show. We'll talk about it. That's amazing. <laughs> but that's what I read. But then apparently Nicolas Cage read for it, and then he liked it, and he decided that he was going to produce for it and get some other producers involved and then be the lead. But then when he was going for it, they were like, all right, well, let's get some lines going, yeah? And he was like, nah, let's still do it with no lines. Like, that's the whole reason he wanted to do it, right? Yeah, I think that's probably <laughs> why he liked it. I did see a review on Letterboxd that was like, Nicolas Cage's agent must be uh, just horrified at all times. <laughs> Something of that manner, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, yeah. can you imagine he's coming through? He's like, yeah, I found this random uh, script about some animatronics with a lead that doesn't talk, and he just kind of dances and plays some, uh, you know, pinball the whole also, time. Also, let's can we pop the bubble? It's it's a Five Nights at Freddy's ripoff because that movie's yes. been stuck in development hell for centuries, it feels like. I forgot. I thought this was it. <laughs> I'm being so I, serious. I think, I think at one point it was, but then like they lost the... Or maybe it wasn't. Did that you happen? Said, you said that this was the... The guy had a whole different pitch for that. I can't remember, but like that, that movie's gotten kicked around to like four or five different studios at this point, and it's it. finally getting made. Oh, it, oh you're right, it is. It comes right, out this is. October. <laughs> Okay, so maybe that's what I saw recently about it. I swear to God that Five Nights at Freddy's got, like, attached to this at some point, and, like, it was a thing. Because when it was being hyped up for a little bit, because it did almost get, like, a mini cult following for a yeah, minute. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was being hyped up, like, as, like, the Five Nights at Freddy's movie, pretty right. much, right? Yeah. Like, with Nicolas Cage, they were like, yeah, Nicolas Cage, Five Nights at Freddy's. I don't think, yeah. I don't know if they specifically said that with advertisement, but the way that... It was pitched to me just through like social media and whatnot. Right. That's what I got from it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I kind of still thought that it was a little bit. So let's if I'm being let's let's not let's pop that bubble. I mean, it's just a a FNAF ripoff. I think it's just like first. it's Chuck E. Cheese ripoff though too. It's I true because like, it's Showbiz Pizza had a same a same vibe. Fucking Chuck E. Cheese. Fucking yeah. It's Mandy for people that have worked at Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. aka me. Charles E. Entertainment <laughs> Specialist. Um, Specialist. Hey, I was Charles E. Entertainment multiple times. You, so. wore the, you wore the mouse suit? I did everything there, dude. <laughs> I was in the kitchen. I was in the fucking game room. I was on, like, the fucking, like, the ticket booth. Dang. I did the fucking register. I fucking, I was Charles E. Entertainment dancing around. I always heard you had to do, like, a song and dance in your interview. Is that true? No. Oh. Uh. No, that was not a thing. I remember hearing that, and I thought that might have been a thing when I went there, and I was like, well, fuck. Uh, no, it's not a thing at all. And also, like, most people aren't in the in the costume, you know? Like, yeah. it's only, like, it's usually just people that um, do, like, parties, and then I can't remember. There was one other thing, maybe from, it's when you're at the front stamping people's hands. Oh. Uh. 
when you stamp the hands of you know like the parents and the right, kids that come yeah. in, that person is Charles E. Entertainment. Every like hour on the hour <laughs> or some shit like that. His full name every time. Well, that's his name. <laughs> Charles Entertainment Cheese. I don't say his full name every time. I was saying Charles E. Entertainment. I was giving you the abbreviation and then, okay. then giving you the entertainment, okay. but I can give you the full. It's Charles Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> Chaze. Really. Oh, God. He's a classy Chaze man. Chaze and Kaje. I miss the, the old Charles Entertainment when he had, like, he looked like yeah. the devil. <laughs> yeah. He was so creepy. You remember when they got rid of them and then like they just kind of like fucking tossed them like in random deserts so then like people would just like <laughs> end up in random spots and they would see like dismantled like fucking animatronics that look like... <laughs> Did you ever see that, dude? No, but I mean, I've seen, oh, I've seen. There's crazy. a, there's a dude on TikTok that's got like a whole band, multiple bands of like the originals. Yeah, the originals. Wait, he's got a show that he pizza probably found them. Yeah, he probably found them because Chuck E. Cheese just like scrapped <laughs> them off and threw them around. Sometimes in junkyards, sometimes just in random spots. Yeah. Like, just random, like, desolate areas. Yeah, he's, he's like, been hunting them down, and he even, like, programs them up to new In his songs. house? I think he's got, like, a big garage or something. But, yeah, it's pretty much just his house. And he programs them up to new songs. So, like, you know, yeah. You're yeah. telling me that Charles E. Entertainment and his gang of birds are <laughs> down in some fucking Hicks garage right now playing Freebird? <laughs> Not even Freebird. Playing Drake. <laughs> Wait, like Drizzy play, Drake, like playing TikTok quality songs. You know what I mean, so that they can put them on. Wait, there that's for the... what he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> he's not playing like Rascal Flats on it or something. <laughs> I mean, probably sometimes, but like, but, like Garth Brooks. Like that's sometimes. what I was imagining. But also, like whatever he gets, whatever gets out on TikTok, he'll program it in there so that he can make a video for it. You know what? <laughs> You're telling me this guy's playing K-pop on his Charles yeah. E Entertainment live band. Yeah. In his garage in his free time. Yeah. That sounds like some shit I would do, but like, <laughs> ironically. He's doing it unironically? Like, he's doing this because he likes it. I think so. It's his hobby. No, this is exactly something that you will end up doing. You already buy all these yeah, animatronics. Of I would and do for that, who? but that's so different. Who are you buying these for animatronics me. for? No one else gets to see them but you. Yeah, why, what are we, are we saying the same thing? That's why I buy them. What are we talking about? Are we not saying the same thing? Yeah, we are. It's amazing. I am a classy, what the, you know what? <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, all you got to do is figure out how you can hook those up to a DMX controller, and then we can, like, start Wait. programming shit. So you're telling me I can put all of them up. I can essentially, like, maybe put some, like, fake guitars or something in their hands. I can get them to, like, fake sing and make them, oh, my God. Yes, we can do you're that. You're telling me they could do Subway Surfers, or they could they could incite Spider-Man 3 dialogue in its entirety on loop 24-7? Yeah, we can program that kind of shit. We could totally make that happen. You're telling me I could get my shorty from Killer Clowns from Outer Space to slam a door and then say, I'm not giving you the rent till you fix this damn door from Spider-Man 3? Yeah, we could probably make him like move whenever he does that. Holy shit. <laughs> That TikTok guy is onto something. <laughs> Call him up. You have right. his number? <laughs> I got his number. You got his number like that one guy, right? <laughs> I got everybody's number. That Netflix guy? Yeah, I got his number. What's his name? 
Kim called me and she said that she really likes him and she wanted his contact and I had to tell her that you don't know him. <laughs> and then she was like, wait, so that was, so you didn't know him and James doesn't know him? And I was like, no, we don't actually. And I had to explain the whole story from beginning to end. What's his name? Ben Franklin? Okay, whatever, dude. I can't remember his name. He invented the light bulb, right? Like Sean Robinson or something like that? Fuck, dude. I don't know. He has that TV <laughs> show on Netflix where he's like, duh. I don't know what he does. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Nicolas Cage got involved. What do you, what'd you find? Nothing. What? <laughs> I just still can't believe we don't know this motherfucker's name. Well, He's. I, I looked it up. It's not what I thought it was. I can't even Google him. I don't know what his fucking name is, dude. Look up that guy that's really <laughs> annoying. I don't know. He has a Netflix show. Look up that annoying guy with a Netflix show. That's not going to get you anywhere. Anyway, Nicolas Cage. Let me, James, let me do this. Let me do this. This is Rose. A travesty. Tim Robinson. Oh, that's him. That's him. That's the guy. That's you know him, right? That's the guy that you know. No, I don't know. Oh, you you had a day with him. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Nicolas Cage got involved with this, and he turned this whole thing into a five million dollar production. Thank God. Before, probably three dollars. <laughs> um, the box office was under five hundred thousand, but. There is an explanation. I'm going to say, yeah, it's like a COVID movie, basically, It was right? a COVID movie. And it really, like, dude, the more of these COVID movies done over time, which really, I mean, there's been a fair amount. You know, you look at them, you look at the budget, you look at the box office, and then you see, like, how it was released. It was always like, hey, it ended up going to this because it couldn't be released normally, and then yeah. it had a limited release, blah, blah, blah. That's how this one was. It went to some kind of streaming service, and then it had a very limited release. Um, but they don't make a lot of money. Yeah. You know, and it sucks. Like, I almost feel like... Pretty much everyone that had these COVID movies, and I know, like, you know, especially if you're in production with something for a long time and you have a lot going on, it feels like you need to release it. You know, it's like, I need to get this going. I need to do something. I feel like no movies should have been released during COVID (laughs) because I, so far, feel like I haven't seen, like, a single movie that, like, benefited more than I think it would have benefited if it was released at any other time. Yeah, Yeah. like if they waited a few years and then released it like when theaters opened up, uh, you know, like now, or like even waited like a year after, you know, when things are just like rolling again and people are like going back to the theater. I mean, it kind of makes you wonder, like how much did COVID have an effect on just how shitty Halloween turned out to be? The movie? The series. (laughs) Like <laughs> production wise, or just, what just are we? in general? I mean, like I feel, I feel like the first because they all was went so straight to Peacock, right? And that was in 2018. Yeah, and then from then on, when did the next one release? 2020. I can't remember. I think was it was it 20, 2020. What, was it 21 and, then, and 22? Because I because they skipped 2020 because they didn't want to release in COVID. Is I that think, what happened? No, I think the last two released back to back. I couldn't remember. I think it was 2020, 2021. Okay. I Either way, think. they probably should have waited. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Those were going to suck either way. <laughs> oh, I mean, if that was the script the whole time, I guess there's nothing we could have done about it. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Let's be so real. Let's be so real about this. <laughs> 
But anyway, yeah, this, I feel like it did a benefit. I don't know what the streaming numbers are, and I don't know if they can make money other ways, but all I see on paper is the box office, right. and I see that they didn't make a lot from it, which is a bummer, especially if they put a lot into it and they made it much more of a movie than it was before. You yeah, know? for sure. And I mean, It's a movie. I like it. I don't hate it at all. I no. think Nicolas Cage made it entertaining for me, and I don't think I would have liked it otherwise. But sure. as is, I like it. Yeah. It's cool. Um, so anyway, it's rated TVMA. I think that goes into it not really exactly being released in theaters. Sure. Um, Willie's Wonderland currently holds a 2.6 out of 5 on Letterboxd, a 5.5 5 out of 10 on IMDb, a 61% by the critics with a 68% by the audience on Rotten Tomatoes. All right. And uh, yeah, with that, let's go ahead and get into this. Cool. Well, uh, the movie starts off with a really crappy VHS, and it's uh, like, hey, kids, it's your birthday, and there's a really terrible birthday song. Um, again, this is what you would think Showbiz Pizza, Chuck E. Cheese, Five Nights at Freddy's-esque. There is a man and a woman running. The man just gets body dragged, so I guess that's our first kill. Can we talk about that? There's a real big issue in this movie in that they don't show a lot of the kills. So you're just supposed to assume people die. Yeah, I guess I really didn't. Um, I guess I might have got my count off even a little bit slightly at the end of this because of that. Because yeah. in the beginning, I was a little bit confused. Like, in hindsight, it makes sense. Right. But, yeah, that guy getting dragged off, I didn't count that as a kill initially because I didn't really, I kind of just saw him get dragged. Right. There was also three people involved. There was a... A man, a woman, and then a child. Yep. And then at one point, the camera just, like, pans off, and it goes back to, like, that TV playing the VHS. Yep. And then some blood, like, splatters on it eventually. Yep. But I only hear a scream from the woman. So I was like, okay, so the woman died. So when that happened right then and there, I counted one kill and then moved on. Okay, good. I <laughs> think I updated it later. So actually, I think my kill count is fine because I think I updated it with the man later because the man does die. Right. It's we just know not, that that character's dead. Yes. Yeah. We do well way later. Right. When you're watching it and you're at the beginning of the movie, you definitely don't. Because I didn't know he was until, you know, they show him later and they explain who he was. What the fuck happened, really. Right. Because I didn't know who he was or what happened in the beginning of this. Sure. Just cold open murder. Yeah, cold open. And then right after that, we immediately see Nicolas Cage. First thoughts were his beard <laughs> is Fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. His pencil-thin douchebag beard. Yeah. It was something else. And his facial expressions were immediately going off. Like, he had a pout and a snarl <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> and it was, like, within seconds of seeing him on the screen. Well, as we've already discussed, he has to emote through that pout and snarl a lot because he's not going to speak. It's so good. <laughs> I didn't, because, I mean, like, Wicker Man that we watched recently, it's so mm. filled with just amazing facial expressions from Nicolas Cage. Absolutely. And this, that's all you get. Because he's not talking. He doesn't say anything the whole movie. It's just his expressions. Right. And it might be, I might, like, I definitely rated this movie way higher than I would have otherwise. Not just for Nicolas Cage, but specifically because it's like, where else will I see this? Yeah. Ever. It's great. It's pretty magical. You think of every moment in movie history where Nicolas Cage is silent and just doing something with his face, and it's always memeable. Like, dude, Vampire's Kiss, where like right. he's doing that big old smile. Like, it's always so interesting, and just having a whole movie compilation of that <laughs> is great. I'm so into that. It's pretty great. Yeah, uh, he's driving a Camaro. 
He's got dog tags in the rear view window. He's got a close up on a gear shifter. Yeah, is he a military man? What's his background? I don't know. I don't think I we're mean, supposed to know. I thought at the end of this movie, I was going to get an explanation for like his background, for like why he does the things he does, yeah. something, anything. Nope. Nope. We don't get any of that. Uh, he's credited in the film as the janitor. I do. Yeah. Yeah. And he becomes that. Like, So that's not like how he starts out in the movie. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, right. He's, he's, that's just what his name is. Uh, but yeah, man, and uh, he gets a very unfortunate flat tire. Yeah, uh, didn't his tire like explode? <laughs> his, all of his tires explode. He gets out of the car in his cowboy boots, and he sees a spike strip on the road. He picks it up, and he puts it in the trunk of his own car. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> He's like, fuck it, I'm taking this with me. I think I would, too. <laughs> I don't know that I would think of that initially, but after watching this movie, if that ever happens to me, that's what I'm doing. I'm taking it. There you go. It's Fair mine enough. now. I mean, I, ca- I guess I get it. He then, this is also when we're introduced to another very important uncredited character in the film, which is a case of drinks? Energy drinks? You'd call that a person. Pops? It's a character. Because they're very important to this movie. I don't know why. Do you know why? No. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't know something that I didn't. Because I swear to God, when I was watching it, I literally said out loud, I was like, oh, these are something that, like, they know something I don't. <laughs> Got to the end of the movie, and I was like, no, they don't know anything that I don't. What are we talking about? We're on the He's same... drinking some kind of off-brand energy drink. It does say pop on the it side. It says pop. It says pop. It's pop. I don't I know what the fuck pop. it is. I assume, you're right. I assume it's an energy drink. For why? For what? For who? I for can't, Nick. Can't answer any of that. It's, but. it's definitely for Nick. He gets one and he chugs it. Uh, this is also where we get to see his awful leather jacket with the red awful. stripes. Come on. <laughs> he, was, he was reminding me of Cyrus from Trailer Park Boys. It was fire. He was reminding me of someone who tried out to be Fast and the Furious, and they're like, oh, you're a little too old for this franchise, but... <laughs> So, like, a Mac from, like, Always Sunny type character? Yeah. That's the vibe I was getting. With a nice duster. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Well, I kind of thought he was, like, uh, what's that? Fireman? (laughs) Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Well, he is. Yeah, you know good old old Fireman? You know. I know he's fucking Ghost Rider. That's why I said he was Ghost Rider, the other movie that he's in. Oh, you son of a bitch. We're doing this now, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's Ghost Rider, man. Come on. He can wear a leather jacket, whatever he wants. He's he's always the Ghost Rider. Do you see the power? (laughs) The uh, the smolder? All right, let's talk about fucking Kitty showing up. (laughs) All right, let's talk about Kitty. What's her name in this? Um, I mean, she's a sheriff, but... Yeah. Cop. I don't know I if she had a name. It's, she's just cop. Sheriff? Uh, sheriff Lund. Lund. Apparently. Because before we meet Sheriff Lund, we actually do meet Beefsteak Guy. Oh, okay. We could talk We could talk about him first. No, no that makes sense. All right. So first, first of all, some guy constantly chewing a beef stick. Didn't we already talk about him? We, we talked about him, but we didn't introduce him in the movie yet. He shows up to give Nick a ride. Uh... He's like, there's a car chase out here, man. Dang old car went like, whoop. Is his name Jed? That sounds right. He's the other guy's name's Tex. Yeah, no, he's Jed Love. Jed Love. The fuck are we talking about here? So yeah, he's 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 picking him up and giving him a ride now that he's got uh fucking 
all four flat tires. Yep. Uh, that's when we flash to a young, troubled teenage girl trying to commit arson, and she gets arrested by Sheriff Lund. Yeah, this is when things get real confusing. I guess, like, kind of right now, but not immediately. Um, we're pretty much going to move into this whole thing where, you know, Cage's car is fucked up. He's yep. hanging out with Jed Love. Yep. And then Jed is like, hey, uh, I can fix your car, but uh, it's going to be $1,000. Yeah, $1,000. Sounds about right. And then uh, Nicholas Cage pulls out his card. And dude's <laughs> like, nope, we don't take none of that plastic stuff. I don't want none of that. We just do cash only. Nicholas Cage turns around. The ATM is like, there's like flies, like just all over it, and I, like it's I, like I want to I want to say his quote. His quote is very interesting. He says, "Jed's, yeah, Jed says, I guess not Nick. It's two fifty for the tow. There's something wrong with the chip. I think I can fix it all for about a thousand. <laughs> yeah, the fuck does any of that mean?" And what does that even have to do with the four tires you're going to have to put on there? Honestly, Nicolas Cage is so fucking stupid. Like, his character in this, you know? <laughs> so stupid. Why does any... But but is he? Maybe he knows what's going on. Because he seems to just roll with the punches. I don't think so. I think he just wanted his car. As long as he gets his break and his energy drink, he doesn't care what happens. Oh, fuck. That is why he did that. Oh, my God. Oh, well... Oh shit! I I was like, why is he running off and doing his thing? I forgot about the brakes. He just he it's gets all told about the brakes. He gets told what to do and he does it. Oh my god! No, you're right. I can't believe I just realized that's why he was doing that because everything else made sense to me. I was like, yeah, you know, he's gonna get his fucking car. He's gonna okay. Right. So anyway. He's like, yeah, $1,000. And then he's like, well, <laughs> since you don't have cash and you don't have, uh, you know, I can't take your card, blah, blah, blah. You want to work it off? And Nicolas Cage just kind of, like, nods his head. Yeah. He's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Doesn't say yes. He's just like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll work it off. And he um, doesn't speak. Oh, you're good. Sorry. He said he doesn't speak. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to say more words after nope. that. You, but you were going to speak. Just like just like Nick. So Jed is like, all right, let me just call my buddy. And he's like, hey, Tex, got one for you. Come over here. Let's and do then it. Tex shows up. Tex Ranger, is that his name? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Tex Ranger shows up. And he's like, hey, guys. So, hey, Nicolas Cage. So, <laughs> I want you to clean this place that I own called Willie's Wonderland. You've got to clean it up real good. Clean it up real nice. Like you said, take your breaks, all this, blah, blah, blah. And then in the morning, I'm going to have your car ready for you. It'll just be parked right out here. We'll have your yep. keys for you, and you can just drive off and do your thing. Nicholas Cage doesn't answer, but he's just like, yeah, sure, guess I'll do this. He seems a little hesitant because he's looking around. He's like, this place looks, looks sketchy, but he doesn't care because he's... Like He's going to do what he has to do for his car, I guess. Yep. Um, at this point in the movie, I was just so confused. I was like, okay, what is, one, what is Nicolas Cage supposed to be cleaning? My my thought was, what exactly has Tex assigned to him? Right. What is he doing right now? You know, like, is he supposed to dust? <laughs> is he supposed to, like, throw stuff out? Is he supposed to, what is he doing here? Well, you know... 
I think Nicolas Cage's character is just as confused once Tex leaves him. And I would argue that he isn't. I think he very much is because he spends the first half of the movie not having any idea what to do. He just keeps pushing dirt around with a mop. <laughs> nope. He refurbished a whole fucking bathroom in the first half of the movie. That's not till later. No, dude, that was early on. <laughs> he cleaned some other stuff later. He spends so I'd much time. Like, he just goes in there. He doesn't even pick up the, the, the trash on the ground. He just starts mopping the floor. <laughs> I'm like, bro, what are you? What are you going to do? He does do that for a little bit, but I feel like it's not that long. It's I think, a while. No, I think your time perception on this it's is wrong. Because I feel like he was doing it for a little bit, and then he, he realized, he was like, no, I got I got stuff to do, and I know what I'm going to clean. And he get, he's on it, dude. He gets on it. He starts cleaning some stuff, my guy. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I mean, I... I guess I didn't understand what his purpose was. It's going to make sense later. Go on. It's fine. No, that's pretty much it. No one seems to understand what his purpose is. He doesn't understand what his purpose is. Terrible writing. They say, hey, clean the place up. Okay, bye. Yeah. I guess we move on to what? Uh, fucking live inside of the mobile home? Yeah, so the live was trying to burn Willy's Wonderland down, and this old lady who is Beth arrests her. Yeah, the whole first half of this movie is so confusing because, again, at this point, I'm like, okay, so this girl, Liv, she's trying to burn down Charles E. Entertainment Cheese. Yep. <laughs> she's caught trying to do that. The sheriff is like, hey, you can't burn down Willie's Entertainment Cheese, so I'm going to lock you in this mobile home to a radiator. I'm going to cuff you to the bathroom of a trailer. And I'm going to give you a bucket to piss in. <laughs> Put, puts a bucket next to her. But, like, okay, on the other side of this, Liv has a whole group of friends yeah. who are trying to do the same thing as her, apparently. They want to also burn down this establishment that she was trying to burn down. I actually would like to read my note for whenever we introduce these friends. Okay. It says, a rambunctious group of teens show up at the trailer from before, rescuing the troublesome teen who tried to commit arson. Do I need to learn any of these characters' names? They are literally fodder. Do they have names? And this is when I pause the movie to check on IMDb to see if they even had they real names. They all have names? God damn it, they all have fucking names! And I swear to God, none of them ever said their names. <laughs> Maybe they did at some point. They probably did, like, once each. Yeah, it, but... it was hard. I still don't know for sure which one is Aaron, but I think I know. Wait, Aaron? There's an Aaron. No, there's so, not an Aaron. Yep, so, I got him. You're right fucking here. lying. So we got me, Liv, who's handcuffed to the radiator. Liv's the main, the main dude. Yep. We got Kathy, who's like the hot one. She's got the crazy eyeshadow, the leopard fucking fur coat, and on God, I'm looking at the IMDb right now, and there's <laughs> no one named Aaron. Oh wait, no, no, no. Never mind. There is. It's Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> oh, that says Christian Del Grosso. Grosso. <laughs> He looks like Enrique Del Iglesias. And then we got Del Glacius. Del Glacius. Then we got Bob. Bob's a bad boy. Yeah, Bob. Bob's cool. Yeah, he cusses well, a lot. Well, Bob kind of pisses me off the most <laughs> in this one. At one point, he's actually probably the best actor in the movie. Yeah, I agree. Just with because that. every like he's the only one that's just acting like a regular person, right. you know, and just talking to one. Everyone else is trying. So Liv is trying her fucking ass off. She's trying so hard. Honestly, though, you know who Liv reminds me of acting. The chick who plays Sam in the new Scream movies. 
Oh yes, one hundred percent. One hundred percent same vibe. Stiff, yes. Like, Yes. It was so similar. I was like, God, did they go to the same acting coach? <laughs> Dude, for sure. Uh, yeah, they did. No acting coach. <laughs> 100%. You know, you're on the money with that one. Because same vibe. You watch the fucking Scream 5 and 6 yeah, yeah, right yeah. next to, um, what is this called? Willy's Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> and you think you it's the pay, same person. You just pay attention to the, the two leads, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see a, a tale of two sisters with them be the most <laughs> monotone, boring fucking movie I've ever watched <laughs> with no diction. <laughs> okay. Then we have Chris. Chris seems to have a thing for Liv. He's got like the skater boy hair. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Chris. He's the blonde dude. Yep. And then Dan has glasses. So I guess that just means he's the nerdy one. Like, he has I, no other defining feature. He wears a polo and has glasses. I don't remember him. <laughs> and then there's Aaron, who is just, like, super uptight and obnoxious a little bit. Um, But all these people are going to die so fast. What the fuck was Aaron? <laughs> Dude, they all die incredibly fast. Like, they're supposed to be, like, best friends or something. Like, they're supposed to be, like... The It group, I guess. you know what I mean, like in from this It, the movie trend. It, like yeah. the Losers Club. Right, right, right. They're supposed right, right. to be like the Losers Club. Yeah, but like in the first movie. But instead, um, I don't, I don't, I can't compare them to anything. It's, I don't know, terrible writing. They're awful. They're, I don't know. Okay, they all. This is my issue with this. They all show up to this mobile home, and I'm like, how the fuck did you know where to find them or where to find Liv? First I think off, that's just where Lund lives. Well, I think that's just their house. Well, no, that is okay. But I was like, why would they know that Liv even got arrested or right, that, like, right, right. you know, she's gone or any it of this? It is confusing because we're not explained that this woman is essentially her mother, for lack of a better term. Like, we're gonna rev- get a reveal at the end of the movie, basically, right? That the sheriff is basically Liv's adopted, adoptive mother, right? Mother. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I need a dictionary. It's been a minute since we did an episode. Oh my fucking... It's been a minute since I've spoke to a human. Um. <laughs> anyway, we're going to find all that out later, but right now I'm just like, I yeah, don't all, get... Right now what we saw was a sheriff found a teenager, locked her in a locked random in a trailer. random trailer with a bucket... <laughs> on a radiator and then another group of kids went and found her and I'm like well if you're friends and you're all because right when they find her they're like oh yeah let's get you out of here oh we want to also blow up Willy's Wonderland blah 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 but I'm like wait if you all want to do that why was she alone blowing up Willy's Wonderland why weren't you there too and then later they're gonna be like oh well you fucking assholes you're trying to force me to blow up Willy's Wonderland I didn't want to but right now, and I know I'm skimming all over all of this. I don't give a fuck, James. I'm sorry. Um, right now, they're gonna look at Liv. They're gonna get her out of yep. the handcuffs. It's You're like right. one of the friends who just grabs like a fucking uh, hairpin, and then she sticks into the handcuffs, gets her out, and then Bob. Bob looks at her and goes, "Yeah, let's go blow up Willie's Wonderland after what he did to all of us, like, or after what they, the fucking animatronics did to all of us. Yeah. Fuck that place, blah, blah, blah. I want to see it burn, too. And then later in the movie, Bob's going to come back around, and he's going to be like, you, you know what, Chris? 
You're in love with Liv. You're a bitch. And Liv's a bitch, too. And you know what? You guys are assholes, and you're forcing me to do this. And I'm out of here. And I'm like, wait a second. You were out here saying that you were going hard for this the whole time. I know. Now you're acting like everyone was forcing you into this? Yeah. Fuck you. Because you're right. It does seem like they should have had some kind of, like, bonding experience, right? Because they don't seem like they'd all be friends. No. Because they don't seem like they like each other. <laughs> At first they did, like, in the when they're breaking her out of the mobile home, but then every minute after that I'm like, no, you guys don't like each other at all. <laughs> Chris wants to fuck Liv, but that's it. Right. That's the only thing going on around here. But yeah, that doesn't again, matter either. Dan, don't even know why he's there. Why the fuck are we introducing a love interest or any of that other shit? We spent probably, like, cumulatively, probably at least, like, five minutes of the movie focusing on Chris being in love with Liv. Yeah. For why? I know don't five know. minutes doesn't sound like a long time, but in the terms of a movie? Yeah. Why am I focusing on that? Yeah, when know. it doesn't matter. I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't know why we focus on love scenes that do matter in movies, but whatever. That's true. Anyway, while all of this is happening, Nick is doing some actual janitorial work. So this is whenever he actually like gets some shit done, but his alarm goes off. He has to take a break. <laughs> and he has to play pinball and chug soda. Uh, we don't get to play the pinball machine yet. He's not playing it yet? He finds the pinball machine. Oh, you're right. He whips the tarp off of it like a Batman cape. <laughs> And he starts caressing. Starts rubbing it. And he starts like, there's this thing with the pinball machine where like every time he's next to it, he acts like he's fucking it. And I'm I'm totally into it. I have no problem with this at all. Because like he rubs it on its side. Like it's like he's grabbing the That's, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's, there's actually quite a bit of foreplay before he ever actually gets yeah, to play the machine. Yeah, because you got to build it up. He wants to get nice and horny before he fucks his pinball machine right in its tight little... What? Um, He is getting nasty with this thing. Like he is getting horrifying with he's this pinball machine. caressing the launch plunger. He's fingering the buttons. Can you imagine fingering a plunger? <laughs> That's crazy. That's wild energy. But he doesn't get to play because no. his alarm goes off. And it's time to go back to work. <laughs> it's time to go back to work. And he just <laughs> proceeds back to doing his thing. I think we should just move up a little bit because really, like, it's just going to be a montage of him walking around. <laughs> fig- we already that. talked about it. It's him, like, figuring out how to clean and doing all this and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but when... We all know what's going to happen here. Obviously, animatronics are going to come to life. Yep. So one starts to come to life for a second. I'm just going to call it one of the Chuck E. Cheese birds. I don't fucking know. It's They're an all, ostrich. It's the, the You're right. And yeah. I don't want to fight an ostrich. <laughs> Him? No hesitation. No fear. No surrender. He thundergunned the fuck out of that ostrich, dude. <laughs> Immediately, and this is where immediately like, the I love movie, the movie takes a turn and almost becomes like Mortal Kombat. I, it does <laughs> in a lot just, of ways. There's, there's like blood spewing everywhere, but it's not blood. It's like oil or lubricant or something. Yes, but also in most other movies, you would imagine that like when an animatronic randomly comes to life, and you know you're not expecting an animatronic to come to life, the main character would be like, "Oh shit! Like what's going on?" But he's not talking. He's like a fucking video game character. He's a video and he, game character. He's not like questioning why an animatronic is coming to life. He's not questioning why this fucking giant ostrich bitch is fighting him. No, Actually, he's just going to fight the bitch. When it's first behind him, it kind of just appears behind him, 
and he turns around and he starts fucking with it. He starts like poking <laughs> it and like rocking it around because he's like, yeah. he knows that it wasn't there before. He's like, well, you were on fucking stage before and now you're behind me. <laughs> so he starts like punching it and just messing with it. And eventually it starts like screaming at him and talking to him. But he doesn't even react to it. He just starts beating its ass. Just beats the shit out of it. And I love that. That's when I immediately knew I was like, okay, I think I get where this movie's going, and I'm into it. <laughs> I like this. Yeah. So he goes to the sh- the the office. He gets a new shirt. Yeah. This is another thing that's gonna happen very frequently throughout the movie. New shirt. New shirt. <laughs> yeah. Because fucking Tex looks at him and he goes, "You're a you're on staff. <laughs> you're now. on staff now." <laughs> that's what he said. And he hands him a fucking Chuck E. Cheese shirt. And Nicolas Cage puts it on. He takes off his leather jacket puts and, and puts it on. And then when he gets it dirty later, he changes it. He puts on a clean one because he got that oil or whatever the fuck came out of the machine all over himself. And I mean, it's crazy because during this movie, I was like, okay, either he knows something that I don't know or he just has a job to do. And he's like, I'm getting this job done. This is what I And do. it's so crazy to me that the answer was just... He had a job to do, and he was getting the job done. Like, that's all it was. He was like, he was assigned a task, and he was like, all right. My job is to clean up. He has SpongeBob logic, dude. Like, Mr. Krabs tells him to do some outlandish shit, and he's like, all right, I'm going to do it blindly. It's my job. (laughs) Like, what are we talking about? (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, man. That's totally what happens. Uh, He gets his new shirt, and then he gets his alarm goes off. He gets to take another energy drink break. Now he starts cleaning the pinball machine. Yes. So he's got the... the, the Squeegee. The squeegees wiping <laughs> it down. He's lubing it up because he's going to oh. fuck it later. And oh. then his alarm goes off and he has to go back to work. <laughs> yes. I would agree with that. Um, God, he really does like fucking <laughs> rub this thing down a lot before he... Before he gets into it, huh? We, there's a climax. God, you're not. Well, that's going to be later. <laughs> there's a climax during a climax. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Um. Well, this is when he refurbishes the bathroom. Yeah. See, so that he does see, get some work done. He see, gets some so work done. So it's still the you're first right. half of the movie. You know, it's he still gets some like work done. it's still early on. He also hears all the animatronics doing their show. Yeah, he doesn't care about that though. He goes out. Well, he goes out there. He's in the bathroom and he hears, let's play hide and seek. You'll never find me. I'm going to eat your eyes and feed on your soul. And Nicolas Cage goes, damn, that's crazy. I'm not even going to respond. <laughs> he also, the animatronic also says, you're as hot as a pancake on a griddle and just as yummy. I feel like that's not that hot. <laughs> I feel, is it just me? Is this the, is this like the dumbest thing anyone can ever say? But I feel like a pancake doesn't get that hot. No, they don't get that hot. You're right. They don't get that hot, right? Like, I feel like if I had a pancake that's like at prime hotness and I popped it off of the pan, like onto my hand, I could just like kind of hot potato it a little bit and it wouldn't burn me. Yeah. You'd be right. That's right, right? Yeah, you'd be right. Cool. So yeah, Nick gets well, into a fight. stupid fucking thing to say. <laughs> Nick gets what into a idiot. fight with this idiot what a gorilla. a dumb idiot gorilla. It's a gorilla, of course. Well, he walk. He jumps out of the. Fu- he refurbishes the bathroom and he fucks up the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> he does fuck up the bathroom. But ultimately, uh, he. Oh, gets- you want to talk about ultimately the plunger? The plunger, dude. The noises. I can't. Okay, Nicolas Cage plunges this gorilla's face, <laughs> puts a toilet plunger on its face, and when it comes up, it goes. Plum- like it makes like a. I can't make the noise. It's amazing. 
It's the greatest noise I've ever heard. <laughs> it's amazing. It's fantastic. It's so stupid, but I loved it. All, all of them are like crying too when they die. They're like, oh, oh you're hurting yeah. your friend. <laughs> Do you have the quote for the gorilla? What did he say? No, I don't. All I have is that he gets curb stomped into a urinal. <laughs> he did. He got <laughs> fucked up. And ev- dude, that's why it's like Mandy because every time he fucks him up too, like they're bleeding oil and stuff, but like his face looks like the cover of Mandy. It does. Like yeah. it's just like brutal. Like he and the, like the neon lights are going. Like it's yep. crazy. Yep. But you know what? Nick gets another clean shirt. He duct tapes his wounds up from the gorilla fight. <laughs> okay, but I also want to talk about before the gorilla fight when he refurbished that bathroom. I was really pissed because that bathroom. Like, okay, I have a few comments. First off. <laughs> This was all over $1,000. That right. bathroom refurbishing alone is not worth $1,000. Oh, no, 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 no. Those <laughs> toilets were stained to fucking hell. All the walls, everything, like, it, everything was yellowed to shit. Yeah. Uh, they're pretty sure there was shit smeared on the walls. Definitely. It was horrifying. I worked at Chuck E. Cheese, and there was shit smeared all over the walls. Yeah. That's a real thing. I know Happened to the that that's how it was. Too. They didn't pay me enough. A thousand dollars for what they did or for what he did to this bathroom, the before and after. Oh yeah, that's not worth alone. He's doing this whole fucking place for a thousand dollars. I mean, this dude is—he is not a good businessman. He's not a good businessman. But not a good negotiator. My other issue is that he cleaned that whole bathroom better than anything has ever been cleaned before in its life. Yeah. But then he got to the window, which was like the thing that he was—or not the window, the mirror. Like the last mirror yeah, yeah, that he yeah, was yeah, finishing yeah. off, and he left streaks all over it. <laughs> I was like, "You're telling me you somehow got this whole bathroom <laughs> looking better? Like, there's no way I could have been working on that bathroom for months and it wouldn't have looked that good. No, there's no way. I unless I, if I was working on it for months and I fucking gutted the place, right, and put new shit new in shit. everywhere, then yeah, sure. <laughs> Scrubbing it? No, there's no way." All this told me is that Nicolas Cage has never cleaned a window before in his life, which... I think that's probably true. I'm sure that's the case, but, you know. Do you have any guesses on what actually happens next in the movie? What do you mean? Which part? The the actual gorilla? next moment that happens after after he fights the gorilla. When he started duct-taping the day away? Yeah. While he's duct-taping. Wasn't there another movie we watched where someone was just duct-taping, like, all of their wounds, like, but excessively... I swear to God, there was something we watched like not too long ago. I think I know the answer, and I think it's gonna piss you off. What is it? I think it was Deadstream. It was. He's like duct tape fixes everything. <laughs> oh my God, that was. Holy shit, that was Deadstream. <laughs> I knew there was. A, I knew there was another movie, and I was trying to think about it, and I was like, I swear to God, it was someone. It was something recent, and I thought it was Wicker Man. I think that was around that time, right? Yeah. I thought it was Wicker Man because I was thinking of the timing. I forgot Deadstream existed. Yeah. Until you mentioned it right now. Sorry. Oh no! I'm glad you said that though because I thought I was going to be like still really confused about that. Oh my God, that was Deadstream. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's it's Deadstream that you're thinking of. Wow. They stole that from this. They did. His alarm goes off, and he has to take another break. Yeah, he does. This is when he finally gets to play the pinball machine, but only for like a minute before his alarm goes off, and he has to go back to work. It's a very interesting thing to write into a plot. (laughs) I'm not mad at it. Uh, This is finally when the teens get to Willie's. Yeah, it did take them forever. Right? He's 
already taken care of two animatronics at this point. I have a big issue with this because Liv stands there and she watches all of her friends pour gasoline all over the entire establishment. And then right when they're done and they literally, quite literally, light their lighter uh-huh. and then are about to touch it to the gas, she goes, wait, stop. Nicholas Cage is still in there. You can't do this. What are you t- you've been standing there the whole fucking time. You watched them pour the gasoline all over and your plan was like, oh yeah, I'm going to go run in there and get him out. The gas is going to be fucking dried by then, you dumb bitch. What are we talking about? It made me, it annoyed the fuck out of me, James. It annoyed the fuck out of me. Yeah, so, you know, Liv has to sneak into the air vents because she's going to go tell Nick Cage about the danger. Uh, while she's in there, she awakens the alligator animatronic and it starts chasing her through the air <laughs> That is what happens. Uh, it's, there's nothing There's nothing really great well, about just, it. It just cuts to a different scene. Yeah, like, yeah, we don't really see much of that. Yeah, nothing really happens. She gets out into this like enchanted forest area and then she gets attacked she gets attacked by like the Tinkerbell looking animatronic. One hundred percent. That's the only way to explain it's Tinkerbell, it. Right? It's Tinkerbell through and through. <laughs> they show like cartoon versions of it multiple times on screen, and it's literally just Tinkerbell, like with a slightly different face. Shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, she gets attacked by Tinkerbell, the creepiest one, by the way, for sure. Easily the creepiest looking one. This weird mouth thing that it does. It has, like, that spiky, you know, mouth, like, yeah. teeth mouth thing, but it's, like, not teeth. You know, right. like, the mouth is spiky, where it's, like, your flesh is, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Triangular? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Like, it seems but very, it's, like, it's... anime. That had to come from, like, an anime, right? 100%. Yeah. That was the most boomer thing you've ever said. That comes from anime, right? <laughs> one of those animes? <laughs> I've heard of an that's anime. That's one of those... Japanimations, right? Comes from the mangoes, right? They wrote it in a mango. Mangoes. <laughs> uh, Nick here. Li- Nick hears Liv screaming, and so he's gonna go check out what, what happens. Fuck is Nick? Oh, Nicholas Nicholas Cage. Cage. <gasps> For a second, I thought you were talking about one of the teenagers, and I was like, there was one named Nick. Now, <laughs> I thought you were introducing another teenager, and I was so done with this. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm on the same page. Nicholas Cage, yes. Does, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I was going to say, does he have a name? I forgot. He's a fucking janitor. <laughs> the janitor finds Liv. Of course. Um, and he kind of, like, saves her, I guess. Like, he finds her in the Enchanted Forest, and then, like... Can we also mention that they've been sharing looks this whole movie? Yeah. They're in love. Yeah. Are they? I think so. They fucking rode off into the sunset together. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine they're not. <laughs> it's so like confusing to me, but I don't know. He doesn't say anything. Yeah, it's safe to assume that yes, they're in love. You know what he does though at what? the end? He gives her an energy drink. <laughs> he does. I thought he was gonna put his hand on her on her uh, on her leg. <laughs> he hands her a pop. <laughs> So isn't he? I don't think it's an energy drink. It's a soda because it says it's just pop a soda. on it. You're probably right. Are they in the Midwest? Why does this say pop? Where does it take... says pop? Wait, where does this take place? It's incredible. <laughs> this is so crazy. <laughs> I would assume it takes place in the South, given Tex and the way he looks. Okay, you're right. Is this in Texas? I, I don't know. Wait, maybe not. Didn't they say something about New Mexico at one point? Oh, maybe I don't know. No, I think some movie with fucking. Uh, <laughs> 
Amber Rose popped up after terrible movie. Oh. Absolutely awful. Probably the worst. I don't even know what it was. It was some military Amber Rose movie. Might have been the worst. I let it play for entirely too long, and it was easily probably one of the worst things I've ever watched. It was so bad. Huh. Um. Anyway, what were we saying about Tex-Mex? Anyway, so Liv tries to explain that... They tricked you, Nick Cage. You're going to be like a human sacrifice. She goes into this whole story about the place was ori- originally opened by serial killers. I was killer. so pissed that she finally went into the story. It was like 50 minutes in the movie, and I was like, I don't give a fuck at this point. You've been so ominous this whole time that I don't care what the story is. There's animatronics, and he's fighting them. Who gives a shit? It's a video game. Well, essentially, they're possessed by... Serial killers. The place used to be run by a bunch of serial killers. Yeah, serial killers that had a cult. A cult of serial killers. Yeah. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard of. <laughs> that is the... It's ha- like this one serial down, killer dumbest idea. opened up this place, and then he only hired other people who would like be cool with killing. <laughs> you're telling me you found seven other serial killers? Yeah. Even if you did... There's no way you're not beefing with each other. I watched Dexter. He tried to bring fucking Miguel in that one time, and he they beefed the whole time. It doesn't work. Yeah, I get it. Stupid. Yeah. Don't, don't try to bullshit me, man. Anyway, so yeah, they were murdering children, stormed the place. They did this whole Chuck suicide. Cheese on bath salts. Yeah, suicide ritual. They put their souls in the animatronics. Now the town has to feed the animatronics. And the whole time she's doing this, Nick Cage is just not paying attention to her whatsoever, and he's just cleaning the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, he has other things to do. (laughs) This was filmed in Georgia. It also felt like it was filmed in real time, because she's just going on and on and on and on, and he's like, nah, we gotta clean this shit up before tomorrow. Well, because he wants his car. I know, man. That's the thing. He is... He needs keys well, this is when we cut to Bob and Kathy. <laughs> Something actually does happen. This is what I kind of like mentioned earlier, but I didn't get into. Bob starts complaining because he's all fucking pissed because he's like, yeah, Liv dragged oh, yeah, me yeah, to yeah. do stuff I don't want to do, blah, 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 blah. You wanted to come here. You're the one that wanted to be here. And then this is why he ends up in that place with his girlfriend. Yeah. Because he's like running off with her. He's like, yeah, come on, girlfriend. Let's walk away from all these assholes. <laughs> Go on. Well, they end up in the super special fun room, which is where the suicide ritual thing happens. And Kathy thinks that's really hot. She wants to fuck in there. Then we flash back. Willie starts dancing and doing a song about eating little chickens. He's kind of gathered all the teens into the, the main eating area, main dining area. Willie's like doing this, this like song about eating chickens. And while he's doing that, the night animatronic stabs Aaron with a sword. That was Aaron? That was Aaron. With the hair? Yeah, that nerd. Yeah. Was he the one with glasses? Nope. Dan got got by the fairy. Dan had glasses. That's next, right? It kind of happens at the same time, really. Okay, okay, okay. One after the other. Yeah, 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 okay, I'm following. Go ahead. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So Nick finally comes out because he was playing pinball. So he finally comes out, kills the knight. The fairy kind of always just gets away. That's sort mm-hmm. of a theme in the whole movie. There's never any real closure with the fairy ever. No, I think it's still alive. Yep. Right? Technically? It's I just kind of so. doing its thing. I don't know why it's still alive, but... I don't either. What did Nick do to it? Did he even beat its ass that much? 
No, he didn't really get to encounter her very much. Yeah. That's the thing. The ones that he encounters, he beats the shit out of. The other ones just kind of get fucked up a little bit, but then they get up and walk back later. Mm-hmm. You know? I like the six little chicken song. You like the little chicken song? I like the little chicken song. I didn't get it. What? But there were little chickens, and then... Because they were little chickens, and he was a weasel, and he's going to eat them? I think so. Okay. I like the head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Yeah. Classic. Because he only had those to work with. We'll get to that. Classic. Um, so then, Bob and Callie... Nope. Gavin Kathy. Kathy. Oh, yeah. The, this is when we get the parallels between Bob and Kathy pounding and Nicolas Cage fucking the pinball machine. Yeah. I like that part because, yeah... <laughs> He's like, hey, Kathy, you're, uh, Kathy's, okay, Kathy's getting turned on from things that shouldn't turn her on. Yeah. And then she's like, hey, you know, I think uh, people were murdered in this room and crazy things have happened. You want to fuck? And they fuck. And while they're fucking, it, the camera switches between them banging and Nicolas Cage just, like, rubbing sexually on this pinball machine and, like, getting all up in it. It's also pretty funny because then there's, like, the alligator animatronic appears in the corner of the room. And, like, while they're fucking, Kathy's like, where'd that come from? And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, what are you talking about? They're everywhere. There's one on the wall right now. He's like, get real nasty with it. <laughs> but the alligator's just watching them fuck. Yeah, and then at one point she's like, it's watching us. He's like, Yeah. Let it watch. Give it a show. Go harder now. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, eventually it, it gets tired of watching them and just eats nah, them. It just kills so, them. Yeah. It just kills them. It and every time Liv walks in and she finds one of her friends dead, she's like, oh, no, my friend is dead. Yeah, that's it. And she goes, I'm sorry. Every time. The most monotone, I'm sorry. Doesn't shed a tear. Doesn't look emotional. Doesn't, like, react in any way. She's just like, Damn. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Well, you know. What are we talking about? She finds them. Nick finds the alligator standing over their bodies, and he just fist fights it, ultimately breaking its jaws backward. Yeah. And then he, like, sticks Very his Mandy hand Very Mandy scene in. again. He sticks his hand in the middle of it and, like, rips something out. It's heart. I'd say. Right? <laughs> it's heart or it's brain. It's something. I'd probably say it's heart. I don't know. It. I didn't know it had a heart, but apparently it does. <laughs> he found it. He found it. Inside its mouth. And he removed it. And he destroyed it. Yep. This is where the chameleon animatronic shows up. Yeah, that one was cool. It was wild. Because it actually chameleoned. Right? So this one shows up, and it finds Chris. Chris has been hiding in, like, an arcade this whole time. Chris deserved to die. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> He's a big, dumb, dumbass. Chris is hiding in this arcade, and the chameleon animatronic finds it, and it's like, Chris, I'm not like the others. Trust me. You can feel my goodness. You can feel my goodness. That's what he said. No, yeah. Anyone ever says you that to me? Anyone ever says that to me? Honestly, you can kill me. I don't care. Well, Chris falls for it hook, line, and sinker, and he gets tongue-lashed to death. Well, yeah, because that frog thing is just talking to him. It's like, hey, I'm not like the other ones. I'm good. They're mean to me. This is where it's like, they're mean to me because the color of my skin. Color of my skin. <laughs> he literally said, quote, unquote, they make fun of my colorful skin. And I was like, that's racist. 
<laughs> like you can't like because he's trying to say like oh because I'm a chameleon I'm like no no that's not what it is that's racism <laughs> they make fun of my colorful skin huh yeah. that's the craziest shit I've ever heard yeah. um but then when he's saying all that Chris pops up and he just like literally like the the frog didn't know where he was yeah and I don't care that's a fucking chameleon that was a fucking frog <laughs> that was a frog that changed colors. This frog is like, hey, come out, buddy. I don't know where you are. And then Chris just, like, hops right up. He's like, oh, you're good just because you said you're good? All right. Yep. So since you're good, um, what else? And the frog is like, I can tell you anything about life and death and the fucking ethos and the atmosphere. And Chris is like, oh, shit, really? You're Joe Rogan? <laughs> you're fucking Neil deGrasse Bryson? Like... What are we talking about here? It's so stupid. And then the yeah. the scene just cuts. And then Nicolas Cage is he punches three animatronics in a row and knocks them out. <laughs> yeah. Like he's one punch man just running through. <laughs> and then we cut back over and then Liv and Cage are like hanging out together. And then they pull up on Chris. They get there just in time. Just in time. And then that's when the whole tongue thing happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That destroys Chris. Yep, they watch Chris get destroyed. And I was like, wow. Like, I knew you were going to kill everyone else in this group immediately, but I was like, even the dude that was, like, supposedly in love with Liv. Yeah, even the and love she interest. she didn't fucking care either. She didn't care about him either. Well, I, I don't like, even think she knew. I was like, I think she's at least going to care a little bit more because she has to have a hinkering that right, he has a crush yeah. on her. But, no, she was just like, damn, that's still crazy. Sorry. Not the love of my life. <laughs> Not my president. <laughs> and she just moves on. She's just like, damn, Nicolas Cage. I like how you beat that animatronic's ass. Well, no, it's amazing because they get there just in time to see Chris get killed. The alarm goes off, and he oh, just takes right. another break. You're right, because she's like, oh, I'm going to fight it now. Or no, she's <laughs> like, well, Nicolas Cage is going to fight him for me now. Right. For me. He's going to fight it. And then <laughs> his fucking... Yeah, because his phone starts ringing. Or his, his watch. Yeah. His watch starts going boop, 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 boop. And he's just like... Oh, runs off. It's pretty tough. This guy would excel as a union employee. Yes. <laughs> oh, an Amazon employee. <laughs> he would never get the talking to that I got for being 13 seconds late. <laughs> no, no, no. He is on time, dude. He is. He is. Uh, so, yeah, Liv tries to kill the chameleon herself, but she can't. So, eventually, she just buys time until Nick's break is over. And then he comes back and he does the business. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> and then this is when they encounter the mariachi turtle. Why is Nicolas Cage the chosen one? I mean, I'm not mad at it. I'm glad he is. <laughs> I just don't know why. I don't know that he is the chosen one. I think what? he just has a job to do. But others have tried to accomplish this feat. I know. But he just knows how to get the job done. I... And I would, I would venture to say maybe that's how he lives his actual real life. Have you seen that Nicolas Cage movie yet? I still haven't. It's like the unbreakable Nicolas Cage. No, I haven't. <laughs> the way you just said, have you seen that Nicolas Cage movie? <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about, yeah. though, right? The one that's like the... No, actually, I don't. He has he has like a... It's like a like biography. A biopic or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what it's called. It's something crazy. It's like the outstanding outrageousness of... Nick ex Cage. I don't know what it, it's something weird. Um, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, see, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. It's called the unbearable weight of massive talent. Yeah, that's the best. What? Can I say this? 
I think I guess Hillary Barbary read for that. Oh. Yeah, I was really disappointed when she wasn't in it. Damn. <laughs> she messaged me. She was like, yeah, I read for this Nicolas Cage thing. I was like, well, are you fucking in it? She was like, I'll know soon. Oh. <laughs> she didn't get it, unfortunately, but, you know, shout out Hillary Barbary. <laughs> oh, that's the one with the Pedro Pascal meme. Wait, that was that movie? Yeah, of them driving in the No, in the car. that's where that came from? Yeah. Fire. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, where are we at with this fucking movie? God damn it, no. We're at somewhere with... Uh, uh, he beat the... No, no, chameleon's the chameleon, dead. Chameleon's dead. Chameleon's yeah, yeah. dead. Mariachi Wait, doesn't it come Turtle. back, though? Not the chameleon. Oh, it was something else? Okay. Maybe I'm tripping then. No, I don't think so. Okay. Maybe no, I'm, I'm probably... It's okay. Move on, move on, move on. Now we see the mariachi turtle and the fairy. He just one punches them. I swear to God, I didn't see the mariachi turtle like in the actual band. I, I just saw him when he showed up. Me too. Okay, so it wasn't just me? Thank God. Maybe we're both <laughs> I don't just think not I saw the chameleon but... in the band either. The chameleon seemed to come out of nowhere. I thought there was like four in the band. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden they were all How popping How many band up. members are there? <laughs> that is kind of like Chuck E. Cheese though, because you only yeah. see the main few. And then when you watch like the little like videos, it would pop up. I mean, this is just me, like, you know, talking from experience from someone who was there, like, every fucking day for yep. two years. Um, but, like, when, when they would pop up, <laughs> it's just like, wait, who the fuck is this character? I don't remember seeing him in the band. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, yeah, so they, they one-punch everybody. This is when the cop gets there. The fucking cop one. comes in. Oh, there was this whole thing, too. The cop back at the station, she hired some dude to come over. She was like, yeah, yeah. I'm paying you ultra mega double time to sit in front of this phone with me. And she was like, and he was like, well, what exactly are we doing tonight? She was like, we sit here. If this phone doesn't ring, it's a good night. If it rings, it's a bad night. And when the phone rings, it's one of the kids who's it's like. Chris. Yeah, it's Chris. He's like, hey, uh. These uh, these things are about to fucking attack us. We're, like, in we're in Willy's Wonderland. We're Willy's. We're Willy's, and she just hangs up. Yeah. And then the other cop is like, don't you think we should answer that? Isn't it like to serve and protect? And she's just like, don't fucking worry about it. They made their own beds. And then he calls again, and he goes, Liv brought me here. And then she's like, oh, we got to go. Now it's true. And I'm like, wait a second. You just said they made their own beds, referring to... They're there. No, yeah, she wasn't. They have care. to deal with it. I don't give a fuck. But then when she go, when he goes, oh, Liv brought us here. She's like, oh, now it's true. She's only there because Liv's there. But I don't even think that's what it was. That's not the vibe that I got like from that scene. I got the vibe that she was like, she didn't believe. Well, she told him. She's like, it was a prank. So she didn't believe it at first. Which might happen. Maybe kids call and prank and say they're at Willie's all the time. But she said they made their beds after, yeah. like right after that, before yeah. the Liv call. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what the fuck is all that? Terrible writing is what it is, but, I mean, beside that, what is that? What was but the hey, goal? hey, she's here, and okay. she has a gun, and she holds Nick Cage at gunpoint. Yeah, she goes, hey, you're the... She explains everything that was already explained to us earlier. It's actually they, really funny. She comes in, and she's like, we're sorry, Willie! You can have him! <laughs> and then she looks around, and she's like, oh, my God. Did he beat up all of your guys? <laughs> Willie, we're so, 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 so sorry. You can have him. He's not one of us. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Sometimes I love her. Sometimes I want to bash her fucking head into a wall. <laughs> it's so crazy. This is actually, that acting right there, like when she does that, because every other moment of the movie, she's acting like Kitty from Donnie Darko. Yeah. But at this moment right here, She's channeling that fucking Mama Sue or whatever the fuck her name was in No Country for Old Men, where she's just so complaining. She's like, and she sounds like fucking Jimmy's teacher from Jimmy Neutron. 
Yeah, well, this is when Liv kind of puts all the pieces together and's like, oh, shit, you killed my, you let my parents, not you killed my parents, you let my parents die. Well, because we got this whole flashback where, like, apparently in the very beginning of the movie, what we saw with the two people and the kid was par- Liv It was Liv parents. and her parents, which also, I don't believe those were her parents for a fucking second, looked nothing like her. No. She's a very ethnic woman. Those parents were so white. Yeah. The dad maybe had a little bit of Mexican in him. Yeah. Maybe. But I swear, the mom was like bleach blonde and then fucking, I swear to God, like, Liv looks like she just hopped off a boat somewhere, dude. Like, there's no fucking way. Well, to be fair, there's no fucking way. That's probably what people say about my family as well. Yeah, your son. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> these things do happen. Oh, it does happen, but like <laughs> the but like these were like supposedly her blood parents. <laughs> like I don't, I don't. We don't know. We don't know. They're. We just. I know guess you're that, right. We but just know that that's who she was with before you're she right. got here. You're right. You're right. If you want to be technical about it, you're right. But like, fuck this, dude. <laughs> It's just bad writing and bad casting all around is the way I'm looking at it. Except for Nicolas Cage. Except for Nicolas Cage. Um, fuck, where are we at now? Okay. Uh, so, basically, the cop leaves Nicolas she Cage. She handcuffs him. Yeah. Handcuffs him in there just like she handcuffs him. Leaves him with. as a sacrifice. Oh, yeah. that's where we were. I was explaining the whole, like, uh, the parents were there. Right. Um, basically... They sacrificing people. That's what the whole thing is. They're bringing people in to sacrifice them. Her, the parents ended up being some of the sacrifices. Some of them are people that they actually lure in there. And then she was like, "Well, some of them just ended up at the wrong place at the wrong time." Right. Which apparently was this family. Yeah. But I'm like, how the fuck did they end up there at the wrong place at the wrong time? When at this point the place was out of commission and you were leading people there. Well, I think that was like some people they put out the spike strips for. Some people just actually broke down near their town. I think they just actually broke I feel down. Like she was saying that some people were just there, and then it was like, "Fuck it, kill them." <laughs> no, now. because they show that whole scene again with the parents, and it's Tex, and he's like, "Clean up the place, and we'll fix your car." Oh, you're right. You're right. Like they go go through the exact same situation again. Okay. And so, like, even even her parents were dumb enough to get roped into this situation. Come on. Come on. Let's be real ridiculous yeah so she leaves him in there the the cops out in the car with Liv. the mariachi turtle attacks them outside yeah because there's this whole thing where like Liv is like hey you're a fucking murderer cop dude like you left nicholas cage back there and he's like i'm not fucking murderer all i did was leave someone back there to die and she's like yeah so what does that make you and he's like well you're a bitch and then the turtle shows up, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, and it starts beating his ass. And then Liv is like, all right, in well. Spanish. Yes. With subtitles. Yes. And then Liv calls him like a puto at some point. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, hey, Guadalupe puto. Hey, Holmes. I kill you, boo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chupa me vet guy, fool. <laughs> but he's like, oh, no mas, no mas. As he's like robotically dying, he's like, no mas. No mas, no mas. Por favor, no mas. 
so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then she drives back over there. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know. It's like, we're about at the climax now, right? Yeah, we're I pretty mean, much there. We Outside of the whole Willy's Wonderland, Officer Lund is just sitting there waiting. Inside, Nicolas Cage, he breaks through the handcuffs. Yep. Like, because they're playing head, shoulders, knees, and toes, because he can only fight with his head, shoulders, knees, and toes. <laughs> and then he, like, headbutts a bunch of the animatronics. And then at one point, he just goes... And then Hulk smashes out of the handcuffs and then starts beating all of their asses. And then after he's done beating their asses, he cleans the place up and it looks spotless. It looks beautiful. Yep. Covers up the bodies with tablecloths. It looks amazing. He was (laughs) brushing the fucking like crevices with a toothbrush. I know this guy worked at a Chuck E. Cheese because he set up those fucking tables the same way you set up the party area in the Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> at the end of the night. Like, that's exactly how it looked. Where you have, like, the band up in the front and then all the tables set up with the chairs flipped over and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was literally exactly how you closed down a Chuck E. Cheese. Nailed it. I'm so positive that this guy worked at a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> or maybe Nicolas Cage did. Someone involved in production or, like, the director, Kevin, I don't know. Yeah. Someone. Um... And then, yeah, this is when, like, Lund walks inside. Well, because Nicolas Cage walks outside. Yeah. Just to, like, throw out a bag of trash. And then Lund is like, that, that G-D-S-O-B. <laughs> that pissed me off. I was like, what are you fucking... <laughs> the most Midwestern shit. <laughs> what are we fucking talking about? Or maybe Southern. I don't know. I guess more Southern, probably. <laughs> it's just like, that son of a bitch. <laughs> she, she eventually walks inside to go confront him with a shotgun. Yeah. She's like, hey, you asshole, you were supposed to get sacrificed. She's, like, scared. She doesn't want to attack him because, like, I don't know, he broke out of handcuffs and beat all the animatronics' asses. Probably yeah, should be scared. wouldn't want to attack him either. No. But then she pulls up on him with a shotgun, and then she's like, Willie! Willie, you gotta come get him! Come on, Willie! And Willie's kind of just, like, MIA right now. Yeah, he's, he's kind of just stage. sitting there. But eventually he pulls up, and then he, like, chops Kitty in half. Yeah. Officer Lund, whatever. And it yeah. looked fucking hilarious. Like, it looks so stupid. It's crazy. I love how it looked like they just, like, like just ripped her, like, by the clothes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, her clothes ripped in half, but there was blood. Right. There were arteries and veins inside of the clothes. Just in a single swipe. It it looked great. Yeah. Well, then Willie starts beating the shit out of Nicolas Cage. Yeah. It starts the first time that he gets some opposition, really. Yeah. Nick survives somehow. He grabs his energy drink and he tapes some broomsticks together as a weapon. I don't know what that was really. I don't. He, uh, did he even use that? Yeah, he starts hitting him with it, but I don't know why. Because then eventually it breaks. Then he starts hitting him with both. So you could have just hit him with both the whole time. I don't know. Could just like teabagged him. Yeah, I guess. But anyway, he ends up winning. Um, there really isn't much to like any of the fight scenes. Like it's hard to like explain them further because it's like there isn't anything that's super cool. A lot that of choreography. He just fucks him up. Really? Yeah. Just like he's getting fucked up, and then he fucks him up, and that's that's pretty much it. Uh, he actually beats Willie to death with a bag full of pops. He does do that. <laughs> he does do that soda. <laughs> but yeah, I would no, say I that. would call them pops now. Um, well, that's really it because that's I mean, pretty much it. Beefstick and Tex show up the next morning. They find the place completely spotless. Nick's just sitting well, there listening to Freebird. Well, because they, sh- yeah, he is listening to Freebird. <laughs> um, but no, like they show up and they have the keys. Like, uh, Mister, what's his name? Not Tex. What's, his, what's the other one's name? Beefstick. Beefstick. Jed. 
Yeah, Beefstick, uh, he pulls up and he tosses the keys over to um, Tex, and then Tex is like, well, there's another one for the collection, so it's like safe to assume, you know, he gets all the cars right. from all the people that he brings over for the killing, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's his payment, you know? Yeah. Which, re- wait. Oh, I guess he pays for the... That's not a good deal for Jed. No. Jed's an idiot. I don't know why Jed helps. He's giving him a whole car for a thousand bucks in exchange. This guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> this guy's an absolute moron. He's doing it for the greater good. Whatever, to dude. Feed what a, Wally, Willie, whatever idiot. the fuck his name is. So yeah, he's like, all right, I'm all good. I got this car. And he's like, and then Jed's like, did you look on the inside yet? And the text was like, nope, I'm waiting for you. Jed's like, I'm not going in there. And then text walks over and he looks on the inside. He's like, what the fuck? This place is clean as hell. <laughs> and he's kind of confused. And then Nicholas Cage just kind of walks out and he's like, give me my keys. Or no, no, they, cause they walk inside actually. They walk inside, and then they see Nicolas Cage, and he's kind of just like, yep, give him my keys. And then he walks by. He goes off. He <laughs> Free Bird is playing just like the soundtrack for the movie. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. walks into his car, and then he turns up the volume on his radio, <laughs> and then Free Bird turns up. <laughs> and then he's, like, about to leave. And then on the inside, they're just like, well, got to give it to him. He's a strong son of a bitch. And then um, Liv walks over. She just hops into the car. In the like they just They just share a look. And then she hops into the passenger seat, and then they drive off. And he, they're in. He burns out into the sunrise. Fucking burns out. Well, fucking Beefstick burned into the sunrise. <laughs> like he burned in when he parked in the parking yeah. lot, and that fucking Nicolas Cage burned out. <laughs> and then, like, I don't know. I guess Nicolas Cage and Liv are together now. I guess they're like my aunt and her husband, who I've never heard say a word in my entire life. <laughs> you ever met someone like that? Uh, no, I don't think so. I, my aunt's husband, I have stayed at their house for, I think the longest was like two weeks. Yeah. Saw that man every day. I've never heard a single word out of his mouth. Uh, I respect that. Never heard him say a word. I don't know what his voice sounds like. I don't know if the guy has ever said a word. I don't know if he speaks. Maybe I should do that more often. Probably make for a great podcast. One time I was talking to her and she was just like... She was telling me a story. She was just like, yeah, and he, he was just talking his head off this level. Who? <laughs> Who was talking? Th- the man that I've never heard say one word? You're telling me he was talking his head off. Like, what the fuck are you talking right, about? Maybe he just didn't like talking to you. <laughs> Dude, I've seen him around other people, though. He just nods <laughs> and, like, acknowledges and, like, you know, shit like that. Like, I'd said stuff, so, some stuff to him, and, like, me and him would have a conversation. Yeah. Not, like, verbal just on most, his end. Mostly your conversation. Yeah, and then him acknowledging and, right. like, him responding and yeah. stuff, but, like, not with words. <laughs> no, and I've talked to other people, too. Like, his kids and stuff, they're like, yeah, he doesn't really talk. What does that mean? <laughs> how do you, like, how do you do anything? How do you live with him? I don't know. <laughs> but that's their relationship in this movie now. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. This was a crazy movie. <laughs> oh, it's oh. Wild. And then, I mean, I knew this was going to happen, but then Tex and Beefstick blow up. Yeah. Because Tinkerbell Tinkerbell's still up. alive. She just walks out of the trash can because Nicolas Cage threw her away in a garbage bag. Yeah. And she walks out. She's just like, hey, fuck you, Tex. Blows up his, his gas tank. Yep. Well, that's the end the of the movie. Tank. That's the end of the movie. I like Willie it- pops out of the screen like Porky Pig, like an actual Looney Tune version of Willie yep. does. And, like, ends the movie. Like, that's all, folks. <laughs> it's honestly baffling. Kind of a crazy movie. 22 kills. I'm pretty confident I got that right. Yeah. Um. So I didn't count, like, the animatronics. I counted, like, eight for when we saw, like, you know, the virgin suicides. Okay. But, like, after that, 
know because I mean you know it's the same person dying twice right. really essentially and it's an animatronic I don't know that I would really count that in general yeah so yeah I'd say 22 kills and I'm pretty that could be give or take one just because of the husband dying in the beginning but if I remember right I'm pretty sure I counted him into that factor gotcha so yeah it was pretty much all the teenagers you know we had uh, the sheriff that died um, the other cop that died Tex beef stick yep. uh, the fucking parents all those virgin suicides, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I think it's 22, safe to say. I mean, it's not like a good 22 in a way, because I would say like eight of those don't count at all. So That's like many, 10 of them. So many of those kind of happen off screen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like the eight people that were dead, we just see them die. Right. Or like not die, we just see them dead, dead. like laying yeah. there. And then like, you know, we don't see the father die, the mother dies off screen. So, I mean, really, at least half of them are off screen and not seen. But, right. you know, 22 kills, no boobs. I don't really know that I would recommend this movie. Really? I don't know that I would, because who would I recommend it to? You know what I mean? <laughs> if they're, Look, if you really like Nicolas Cage and you want to just watch Nicolas Cage like be hilarious for an hour and a half, then yes, I recommend this. But under any other circumstance, I don't really know that I would. And it's not me saying that I don't like this movie, and, I'm, yeah. and I feel like when I say my rating, it's going to be a little confusing, me saying that I don't recommend this. Right. But I just don't know why you would watch this really like i would watch it again personally i'm not mad at the movie and i'd watch it again but i don't know i'm just gonna be like hey go watch willy wonderland like if i'm having a conversation i don't know what conversation that i'm having where i'm gonna be like you really need to watch willy's wonderland i mean the real shootout is gonna be after the five nights at freddy's movie comes out it'll be that versus this that versus, might change things uh banana splits puppet master no oh. i never wa- you covered that one too right it did I thought of covering that one, and I actually downloaded it, and I planned on it. I think I even brought it up to you at one point. I was like, hey, let's watch it, and then you were like, already I did it. And I was like, oh, wait, you did this? I didn't even know it was a thing. Apparently, I'm doing all of the... All of the animatronic Animatronic movies. movies. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> it's my new thing, You guys. have notes for Spirit Halloween. <laughs> we were supposed to do that months ago. <laughs> Probably like a year ago now. Yeah. Oh, my God. It is, because um, it came out right around Halloween. Yeah, yeah. It's almost that a year makes ago. Sense. Wow. Um that's funny. Yeah, I guess I guess I'd have to like come back to that, you know, like when the Five Nights Freddy Five Nights at Freddy's yeah. is that what it is? Five Nights yeah, at Freddy's, Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, movie comes out cuz I don't know, maybe I'd recommend it at that point, you know, cause as like a in comparison kind of thing like right. hey, don't watch this, go watch that. But at the moment, I don't know. I don't know that you need to watch this. I do think it's fun and I'll go ahead like I rate it three and a half. I think it's a yeah, fun movie. Yeah, it's three a and a half. Movie. I recommend it. Um, I would even, in if you are like me, and at this point you are going along with the ride of animatronic movies. <laughs> no one else in the world. Nope. Uh, I would rate this over Banana Split. Yeah. 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 When you put it in the world of like animatronic movies. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I feel like even when I was rating this three and a half, I was like, I'm rating this way too high. <laughs> like it doesn't even feel right. But I don't know. For some reason, I was just like, I just had a lot of fun watching Nicolas Cage do his thing. Like, yeah, I'm not no, rating it as like movie. a movie that's written very well. No, or that's done insanely well. I think parts are done pretty well. If I and mean, I if anyone else, like... if anyone else was casted, it probably wouldn't have been a three and a half star movie. Yeah, but in the world of like a Scott Pilgrim esque movie, mm-hmm. that's like not Scott Pilgrim and not like you know as good and as well done yeah. and whatnot, but like still just a fun movie where Nicolas Cage is acting a fucking fool. Yeah. Then yeah, it's a three and a half. Yeah, it's very much like a a fight 
movie. It felt like a For fighting sure. game movie. Yeah. Is what it felt like to me. Like Should have been was, a side-scroller. Like, he was coming in and fighting all of these boss characters. Like Yes. <laughs> like, it, it's Tekken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, like, fighting, but there's a little bit of story to it. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. This was a little Tekken, more story sure. than average. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of where I'd land with this. Um, I have a fuck, Mary kill for you. Okay. We got Big Tex Ranger. Oh. The guy's meat stick. Oh. And me. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Killing Tex. Big Tex Ranger, dude? Yeah. That was Doug Dimadone. He was Doug Dimadone. <laughs> <laughs> Owner of the Dimdale no, Dimadone. No, he's done. I'll uh, marry you and fuck a beef stick. I'm going to fuck a beef stick, dude. It's all soggy. It's like it's been sitting in a fucking acid-filled pool for days. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's gross. Good stuff, baby. No, that's really gross. Actually, you're sick. Sorry. Um, I'm going to get out of here on that. Um, this is the end of the show. If you made it this far, thanks, guys. It's been a while. I know it's been a wacky ride lately, but uh, and I know this show is a constant up and downs of us saying, well, it's been a wacky ride lately. lately. Things are going to get better eventually, but ah, things will get better eventually. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, go rate the show, review the show, uh, tell a friend about the show. That helps a lot. Telling a friend is awesome, you know, like print out some flyers and fucking make them into a paper airplane and throw it in your friend's ass crack. That's the best way to do it. I threw some cigarettes into a guy's ass crack once. Do it with a, just throw a fucking like pour acid onto your local bar. Wait, that's not advertisement. Nope. Put business cards in the acid. Okay. Acid repellent ones. <laughs> so they don't also burn. And then pour that on p- patrons of bars. That's what you got to do. And that's how people will learn about the fucking show, you assholes. Patreon.com slash horror soup is still going pretty strong. I think there's been an episode out every Tuesday for the past like month and a half, even though. We've been in shambles. Patreon's still been going because I scheduled a bunch of shit. Beautiful. So, um, yeah, we were on, like, a track to, like, fucking back up everything, and then things went real sour at the point where we were backing up main episodes, which was just real backwards. Yes. (laughs) Here we are, guys. So that's going real strong. Hopefully there's a live show soon. Um, But anyway, uh, social media, we're on Instagram at Horse Soup, Twitter at Horse Soup Sucks. TikTok, I'm on TikTok at I Like Thrillers. Uh, James is at Night Shift Video. I'm on Letterboxd at Horror Soup Caleb. James is at Night Shift Video. And I have another horror movie podcast called Scream. Go check it out. It's with me, Ash, and Elena. We recently did, uh, actually, they recently did Urban Legends Final Cut. I wasn't on that episode. So it's basically like a morbid po- movie uh, episode. So, But, you know, go check yeah. it out. Um, and um, thank you to Ross Lee for the jingle that you hear pretty often on the show. Thank you to Mutant Members Only Club for music that you hear pretty often on the show. And thank you to everyone else who's uh, done stuff in the future or past and uh, uh, we like everything else and definitely not a lich you're a bitch grubs up baby grubs up give me harasu give me give me harasu give it give it harasu harasu you like some bread i'll do you a slice with a pinch of salt it'll taste really nice you've done really well because this stuff tastes just like hell swallow it down it'll fill up a hole stick out your tongue and look out your bowl we're having a bite with creatures of the night grubs up baby grubs up give me horror soup give me give me horror soup give it give it grubs up Baby grubs up, 
give me harasuk, give me, give me harasuk, give it, give it harasuk, harasuk. Harasuk will keep you well fed. Its gorgeous smell could wake the dead. Vegetable is just forgettable. If your energy is low, you know what to do. Simply double on down some of the spooky stew. Blue wine and dine a hungry Frankenstein. Rubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Horror soup, horror soup. Let me be your Sweeney Todd, your private chef. I'll be your just dessert. You can even drink it from a cup. I'll do the washing up, I'll do the washing up. I'm getting full, I'm getting full. My belly's gonna burn. He can't even look after himself.